This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. The 2021 Whānau Marama New Zealand International Film Festival is on now until November 21st. 17 days of the finest in local and world cinema. Indulge your passion for film by taking in the best from the Cannes, Venice and Berlin Film Festivals as well as contemporary works from Aotearoa. Unparalleled big screen experiences at the Regent and Rialto. Check out the programme at nziff.co.nz. We'll see you at the movies. Well, for 40 years until his retirement early in 2019 due to ill health, Bill Gosden was the driving force and curator behind the New Zealand International Film Festival. Anyone who's walked away from a film festival screening grateful for that experience owes uh, Bill Gosden a, a debt of gratitude, really. Each year, he and his team watched hundreds of films to select the right mix of classics, short films, foreign language titles, documentaries and animation for the annual programme. This this year, a special retrospective pays tribute to the late Bill Gosden, uh, presenting a small collection of past festival highlights that captures something of what he loved about uh, the movies, the filmmakers he held in high regard, and what he looked for and stood for as a curator of cinema. Joining me on the line to talk more about that is Catherine Fitzgerald, Chair of the New Zealand International Film Festival Board. Uh, Morena, Catherine, great to have you with us. Morena. Um, Bill, uh, his contribution, as I've suggested, is is so significant, isn't it? Um, the the festival, uh, like any other, has had to gain the attention and um, the imagination of the public to keep going and and ma- maintain momentum. Bill was very much responsible for that. Yes, I often credit Bill, though he used to be too humble to accept this credit, that he's created an audience for the festival and for the independent cinemas that we now have. Um, You know, when he started, there were like two chains of movies, of movie theatres. There's Karajodian and Amalgamated Theatres, and they really played mainstream American or very mainstream British films. And so um, Bill really uh, following in the footsteps of Lindsay Shelton, the first festival director in Wellington, um, really set about finding those films that the Film Society used to um, try and bring to the country, uh, alternative cinema and other, from other parts of the world, and then really build an audience for wonderful films from all around the globe. I think maybe the biggest tribute to Bill actually is not just the tribute season we have this year, and in Dunedin it's got four wonderful films, Um, but it's the very festival itself and the fact that it's still here with perhaps the most star-studded collection of films that it's ever had available to it. Um, So I think he's created something. His legacy is, in fact, the film festival, and it will stay alive. Um, He was a great leader, but he also trained and educated a whole generation of programmers to um, work with him uh, who are still programming. An interesting challenge then to select um, a handful, a small handful of films that kind of represent what Bill Gosden has brought to 
uh, New Zealand International Film Festival over the years. Um, so many hundreds of films um, that he's responsible for bringing to us. What was the approach taken when deciding, you know, how on earth do we go about acknowledging Bill in this way in terms of the films we select this year? Well, I think um, the head programmer, Michael McDonnell, really focused on filmmakers and films um, that he knew Bill was very attached to and representative films as well. And I hasten to add that all of these films are in recent, new, beautiful digital restorations. So they... You know, the recent restoration seemed to be the place to go for, for the finding wonderful films. Um, I, think, I think I would have to say that every film Bill ever selected in the film festival, he selected, and it, he saw that as an honour. He didn't believe in prizes particularly because he said being selected was the honour. So I think everything he ever selected in some ways is uh, something you could go back to. Um, but the films that... Uh, in the festival in Dunedin, Bo Travai, Flowers of Shanghai, Snakeskin and Written on the Wind represent just a range of um, the extremely broad um, and inclusive taste that he had. So Written on the Wind is classic Douglas Sirk, um, Hollywood, Technicolor, Glory, probably definitely the oldest film in that programme. Um, Snakeskin, I remember Gillian uh, Ashurst who made uh, Snakeskin in the South Island. She um, represented a voice that felt it was a very New Zealand response to all the American films we'd been brought up with. And so she was um, exploring with a very female eye um, a story that's a great ride. She was taking it on, um, taking it in new directions, um, and I know he was just like dumbfounded at how beautiful and bold that film was twenty years ago, and that's just been restored. Uh, Flowers of Shanghai, I saw for the first time yesterday. I didn't see it this time round by the famous um, Taiwanese director Hao Shei Xin. Um, is the most magnificent. Um, capturing of 19th century Shanghai and the world of the flowers of Shanghai, which I guess were very, very, very high-class brothels. Um, And the elegance and the richness of the design and cinematography and performances, it's just so uh, controlled and arresting, like you are transfixed every moment. There's so much to look at. And Beau Travail by Claire Denis, um, I can remember being astounded at the time and talking to Bill about how their celebration of, I guess it's the male body in a way that was quite, um, it's a sort of, it brings an almost balletic and choreographed um, beauty uh, to a story that is not so much driven by story, but you become totally immersed in a world and know more than I think you ever want to know about um, the French Foreign Legion. Um, so those four films, you can see just how, what a range there was in those films. 
I mean, I do remember when Bill was sort of discovered um, Asian cinema, well, from Northeast Asia, so from Taiwan, uh, China, um, Hong Kong, um, uh, Korea, Japan, and that continues. So just such a huge influence on cinema all over the world. And three of the films that you've mentioned, we still have an opportunity to see screenings of Flowers of Shanghai, Snakeskin, written on the wind, still yet to play at uh, the Dunedin edition of New Zealand International Film Festival. And you mentioned Snakeskin. Uh, No surprise that uh, a New Zealand film has been included. Bill was, of course, a staunch advocate of, of film and filmmakers in Aotearoa. And I think had a really important role in film development, like many filmmakers would show early cuts and in the olden days scripts to um, him and ask his thoughts and opinions and he was very generous with his time in doing that. Uh, It was was a way of getting a sort of um, external eye for somebody who would be looking at the finished film and he was never um, prescriptive. And what he did and said, I mean, I know that there were many people he will have told that their film could be shorter and it would get a bigger audience. (laughs) And uh, that didn't happen um, because that's the hardest thing for a filmmaker is to figure out absolutely what is the essential, essential material to have on screen. What is your story? What, where is your characters? And, it's very, very hard when you're making a film on your own, especially which is what many New Zealand documentary makers do, to really have that discipline and rigour. Jim- However, he would he would allow people. He would always say it's the filmmaker's choice. So he was generous, also, uh, Catherine, with his time with media, for example. Um, always mm. found time when he could to attend uh, the various festivals uh, around the country and and share something of what it was that continued to drive him through challenging times to keep the festival alive. There's never not been a challenging time, <laughs> so I have to say I'm very grateful he hasn't had to go through this COVID period because I think that was... Like, I think we've dealt with things like um, earthquakes um, and both Wellington and Christchurch. We've dealt with, uh, you know, the Olympics. Um, the good weather is always one of the challenges in winter. Um, but it never happens all over the country at the same time. And this year, um, you know, it is really hard not to have Auckland. Actually, not just emotionally, because it is a national festival but it represents about half of our income on a good year and that actually allows us to be able to go to Dunedin and Christchurch and the rest of the country. Um, I hesitate to say subsidised because we always have a vision of it being a national festival and that makes us really unusual in the world. Um, It was really important for Bill that uh, it wasn't the Wellington based festival coming to the rest of the country. It was the festival um, in every city and town that um, it, it came from within. If it, if it was desired, we would try and make it happen. The um, 
Rialto Cinemas and Regent Theatre here in Otipoti have been uh, long-time supporters and venues for festival screenings uh, and uh, the festival uh, also owes those venues a debt of gratitude. Uh, Bill, of course, would always uh, sing the praises of a venue such as the Regent Theatre and many of us who have attended the film screenings over the years at the Regent are so grateful that 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 uh, and the investment was made both locally and, and otherwise into making uh, um, such a purpose-built uh, cinema available again for screenings from around the world. Yes, I would have to say that um, when the Regent was being restored in the early 90s, was it? Um, I was still living in Dunedin. Um, Bill comes from Dunedin and it was you know, something we leapt at the opportunity to partner with the Regent um, to ensure that it could also show films. So it was a real partnership right from day one. Um, We made sure that it could be equipped appropriately and, in fact, contributed um, a loan, which went over many years. Um, So it was a real partnership between the Film Festival and the Regent because. Uh, one of the things Bill um, was absolutely um, committed to was not just good films, but the best possible screening conditions. So making sure that the audience got the best experience of the film they possibly could, which both honours the audience and honours the filmmakers and the intent of the filmmakers. So great sound, great screen, um, you know, a wonderful environment. And the region, I have to say, is just magnificent. We've seen also this year the launch of a wonderful book, The Gosden Years. Tell us about that. Uh, yes, well, it was important um, to, to encourage Bill to um, find a way of documenting his 40 years with the film festival just because it represents, you know, an amazing snapshot on 40 years in New Zealand. Um, and as I said, he did forge an audience. He did create taste. He introduced people to films um, that they would never have dreamed of going to see without his wonderful introduction. Um, he could certainly make you want to see a film that you didn't know about. Um, so it was a way of documenting that and um, encouraged him. He was reluctant to do a memoir or have a documentary or anything like that made of him. Um, But he did um, acknowledge that if he took a sample of everything he had written over those 40 years and the posters which were dear to his heart, he was intimately involved in the design of the posters. So that seemed a really good way um, for him to make a really uh, tangible record of his contribution. The Gosden Years is available through uh, Victoria University Press. Uh, you can uh, get your copy by ordering through the website nziff.co.nz. Uh, wonderful book to have um, to remember Bill and also to celebrate all the wonderful films that we've already seen and are yet to see. Um, a trip down memory lane for sure and if you weren't around in some of that, some of that time it's the films to seek out um, 
because these days it's so much easier to access, at least online, which is one way to see films. Um, not quite going to see them in the region, for sure. Catherine, uh, the, we are so fortunate here in Aotearoa Dunedin to to have the the festival uh, underway. Of course, it's not been possible in other parts of the the country for obvious reasons. Uh, uh, we're looking forward. Uh, no doubt, there is a lack of clarity about um, how things might pan out over the next twelve months or so. But uh, you've mentioned but before um, challenges have always been there for the festival. Are you confident that um, this festival can maintain its presence? Well, I'm I'm hopeful. Um, confidence is something I don't think anybody has in these current times. Um, we will certainly need help. Um, you know, two years of rainy days kind of is a bit of a washout. Um, but we're here and with support... And evidence that the audience wants the festival, I think, is the best way of getting support as well as um, that's the best way people can support us is by buying tickets um, and ensuring we can do it. Uh, I think somebody asked me why didn't we have a plan B for Auckland. Of course, we had plan Bs for Auckland. We've had gone through several alphabets in planning over the last 18 months and we continue to do that responding to what the current times are and working out what is the best use of our resources and keeping in mind our purpose. So we hope people will want the festival to be back next year, um, which is the best way of it being back next year. Um, whether it'll be quite how we know it at the moment. Um, I know that in November it's probably hard for a lot of students to get to the festival who have always been a wonderful part of our audience. Um, but it's it's an amazing opportunity and as long as everyone looks after each other and is safe and you know uh, observes all the COVID distancing, um, I don't think it's rocket science to work out that if you have a socially distanced theatre you're only selling about 40, under 50% of the seats, you can't even sell 50% of the seats, so that does have an impact Well so many wonderful films yet to be shown uh, here in Aotearoa Dunedin, so there, how about that for motivation to keep uh, those dreams alive in terms of um, the films that we know we want to see over the coming years and decades uh, so get out there and support New Zealand International Film Festival, we want you screenings at the Regent Theatre and Rialto Cinema still to come, check out the programme online of course uh, and uh, Catherine Fitzgerald, uh, Chair of the New Zealand International Film Festival Board we um, appreciate the time you've taken to join us here on ORFM this morning and all the very best to you and the team Oh well thank you very much, Dunedin remains close to my heart Kia ora. The 2021 Whānau Marama New Zealand International Film Festival is on now until November 21st. 17 days of the finest in local and world cinema. Indulge your passion for film by taking in the best from the Cannes, Venice and Berlin Film Festivals, as well as contemporary works from Aotearoa. Unparalleled big screen experiences at The Regent and Rialto. Check out the programme at nziff.co.nz. We'll see you at the movies. 
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.